0: This is Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you drive long haul, short haul, or heavy haul, they're here to empower and inspire women in the trades on TNCRadio.live. So gear down, sit back, and enjoy.
1: Welcome to Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy Takaro. We're a show that works to inspire and empower women in trucking, in the trades and everywhere. We tackle all kinds of topics and work to encourage women to be their very best with informative guests and women who've been champions. I'm Shelly and I'm Kathy. Empowering women includes achieving good health. When women are busy taking care of others or working really hard, that often gets neglected. There are ways to feel better, improve your health, mobility and well-being. Even if you're a professional driver, working in the trades, at home, or in the office, Hope Zavara has been helping thousands of professional drivers make the small changes they need to have a huge impact. She's the owner of Mother Trucker Yoga. Her goal is to help one million drivers change lanes in their health and fitness by 2031. Whether you're a truck driver, Uber driver, bus driver, an Amazon driver, or someone who finds themselves behind the wheel for hours a day, she wants to help you and she is. That's why we decided to have Hope on the show with us today. Welcome Hope, thank you so much for being with us.
2: Well, Shelley and Kathy, thank you so much for having me. I know this is gonna be a great conversation and any opportunity I get to talk about health and happiness and, and of course, when it revolves around drivers, that is something that I love to do.
1: Oh, it's so great. You do such marvelous things for drivers. You're really a powerhouse of inspiration. And you've really helped people improve their health. I thought I'd start with a little bit about you and how you started Mother Trucker Yoga.
2: Yeah, um, well, I think many people, first of all, when when they see yoga and trucking together, they kind of scratch their head. Uh, and I actually like that. I love that they're like, tell no, me more. But I did not get my start in trucking. I uh, actually got my start in the yoga world. And I'm a recovering addict. And I was just looking for something, something to help me. I had done the multiple therapists, you know, the whole, you know, pray and you'll be healed. And, and not that I'm saying prayer is bad because I still am an avid, you know, prayer and have a deep faith, but nothing was working. Nothing was sticking. And I knew I was struggling and I knew I needed help. And I was a late teen at the time. And I was at my local job. I was a lifeguard. And my coworker looked at me and said, you look like somebody that would practice yoga just out of the blue and something in me just clicked. And I went home cause I was living at home at the time. I said, Hey mom, I think I want to practice yoga. And she said, okay, like, let's do it. So we found a yoga class and uh, just had a local gym and started going. And I still remember walking out of the door of my very first yoga class and looking back into the room. And for the first time, and as long as I can remember, my mind was clear. There was no racing thoughts. There was no hope. You're stoop. You're dumb. Like, you'll never do this. You know, you're a loser. You know, I, I had no anxiety, like nothing. I felt nothing. And I was hooked. I just kept coming back to my Wednesday yoga class. And although I was younger than everybody by, you know, more than half my age, and I didn't know what I was doing. I was shaking. I felt stiff, but there was something that was happening in that process that gave me hope and every single time i kept coming back that time after my yoga practice that that peace that stillness slowly started to expand and expand and expand and eventually um i opened my own yoga studio And I had a state approved vocational school here in Wisconsin as well, um, collectively for about 14 years. And through that process, I was able to step into recovery with the help and aid of what I learned through yoga and meditation and mindfulness, but also outpatient treatment. I think yoga catapulted those therapies so that I could actually take them and run with it. I think all three of us and those listening, we all know people that have you know, gone and done you know, things to try to help themselves, especially mentally get well, and it doesn't work. And I think yoga was the missing piece for me. And I felt like there was a bigger group of people out there that wanted what I had to share when it came to mental health, mental wellness, life, uh, the physical body that was in need my dad's a sewer pipe layer, you know, very underserved, very underappreciated. I love blue collar workers. I love the, the underdog. Um, I felt like that most of my life. And I'm like, there's something more out there for me. I know it. And I just didn't know where, or what it was. And then I go to a local business mixer and I know everybody in the room, except I start talking to this guy at a table and I've never met him before. And I'm trying to pitch him corporate yoga. Cause that's partly what I did at the time. And we're talking in and, and he looks at me and says, Do you have anything for truck drivers like in the cab of the truck? And I think I'm funny sometimes. And I threw up my hands and I was like, mother trucker yoga, <laughs> just, just to get our eyes out of the sky, just to, just to lighten the conversation. And he looks at me and sticks out his hand and says, that's brilliant. You want to go into business together? And we shook on it. And he called me the next day and he said, all right, partner, are we doing this? And in four months, we built a business from scratch. And a year later, I bought him out of the business. Um, and now for the last four, a little over four years, uh, I've been riding the wave here in trucking, really trying to help drivers and not just truck drivers, but really the industry as a whole, um, change lanes in their health and change lanes in the perspective of how they approach health, and I've loved every minute of it.
1: Wow. You you really have reached so many drivers, and men respond to you. Uh, I know women are probably more receptive to the whole idea of yoga, but the fact that you can you know, get guys Shelley... involved, that's terrific. You know,
2: it's It's interesting that you say that because the majority of my – Um, clients are men. Uh, I think that that is definitely a misconception. People are like, Oh, you're a woman in trucking. You're helping with health. You must help only women or all women. And I do, I have, I have quite a few drivers that I work with that are women, but truth be told, the majority of people I work with are men 50 years and older. And I think, and I think the reason why is because they are at a place where they recognize they've done this for a long time and they recognize that their body is not the way that it used to be. And there is no other option. It's like trucking or bust. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're, we're, we're starting to see that happen in the industry where these lifers and these people that are really holding the industry together, the ones that, you know, show up no matter what are slowly hitting the end of their career. And many of them are, are trying to stay there as long as they can and recognize that, they need to take better care of their physical body. And um, this is really where I come in because I'm not promoting exercise. So even though my name is Mother Trucker Yoga, um, you know, I'm not telling drivers, hey, do yoga out in the parking lot. It's actually the complete opposite, because if exercise was going to solve the world's problems, I mean, <laughs> we, we wouldn't have an obesity epidemic, you know, not just right. in trucking, but just globally, really in America, the way that we have it. And, and I sure. don't think exercise is the answer, but I do think understanding how to live a mobile, active life is the key. And a driver is fully capable of doing that with the
1: right tools. Which is excellent. And you've really grown as a business. Uh, You've been working with St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund, which is huge, and helping with health and in some of their health programs. All of this has been really, I think, very insightful, and, and I love how you work with drivers. And you can get them motivated. And to get a guy admitting that he's got health issues, <laughs> that's a bonus right there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
2: That's a big one. Well, you know, I think a big part of it is, I think it's for everybody. You know, nobody wants to be told that they're doing things wrong. And nobody right. wants to be told that they're bad or they're a failure. And and I think one of the unique perspectives that I have that's maybe a little bit different than some of the other people in the industry, um, but I think what makes me a little bit different, and Mother Trucker Yoga a little bit different, is I ha- my background. I am a recovering addict. You know, I I have a totally different perspective on life. Um, I know what mental, you know, having mental health challenges is like, and how that affects you, and the importance of that. Um, we can study, you know, the mind. We can study meditation um, and all we want, but to have experienced that lack and what it actually takes to get back to a healthy mind and a healthy body, uh, I, I physically shouldn't be here. I mean, that—that that is at the point of what my addiction was doing to me. I had an eating disorder, um, drugs, alcohol, like cutting, um, you know, anxiety, severe anxiety, depression, you name it. It was just like the salad bowl of stuff and clawing my way out of that, having to not only use tools that people were telling me to use, but figure out how to actually use them because there's a difference, right? Let's be honest. That was just so critical for me to really understand what it takes for somebody to bring health back into their life. And I love breaking things down for people. I love like those tiny little wins. And I think it's the accumulation of little wins like, Hey driver. Okay. Let's focus on posture today. All I want you to do is pay attention to how you're sitting in the driver's seat, because our posture physically reflects how it is that we approach life mentally, emotionally, everything, Mm -hmm. you know, those people that are kind of slumped forward and head down and never make eye contact with people. Well, your physical body is telling you a lot about how you approach life, but also people that are slumped forward, head down, shoulders rounded in have a higher rate of anxiety and depression. Why? Because they can't breathe you're shallow breathing, no wonder you're anxious. There's no medication that you can take that's going to get you out of that loop. If you don't sit up right, pull your shoulders back so you can deepen your breath. Like right? this is so yeah. connected. Yeah. And I experienced this firsthand. This isn't just something I studied in a book. And I think that's really where I'm trying to go with drivers is I may not look like you, you know, I may not drive an 18 wheeler, but I understand you because I am you. I get it. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to be on the outside. I know what it's like to, to not feel your best and feel alone and, and have your body just kind of deteriorating right in front of you, but not want to admit it. And there are things that you can do that don't require a yoga mat that don't require you to be the most strongest person on the planet. You know, 900 push ups, run around your truck, you know, only eat kale. Like, I, I don't think that that is the path to health. I believe it's the small, simple changes. And that is my mission to help drivers change their lives.
1: Excellent. Yeah, baby steps.
0: Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up.
1: Industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry, our safety champions, Kathy, what would you say um, are some of the biggest issues with drivers in terms of what um, Hope is saying—the the posture and all of that? Do you see a lot of people slumping and, and doing that sort of thing? And
3: well, it, it's a little different in uh, my environment because it's an open pit mine and it's always rocking and rolling, and you got to hang on for dear life. So, um, uh, posture—not well, I guess so. I personally don't. I wear a, a back brace to um, kind of like a, 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 a kind of like a waist trainer sort of thing that holds you tight and holds you straight because it's easy, especially in the grader. I'm in the grader more than I am in the truck, and it's very easy to be because you're always bent over. But uh, I know a lot of the grader operators have the, the, those shoulder blades um, uh, straighteners that you have specifically to, to keep your posture like where it's supposed to be not very many people do yoga i do and i only started doing that six months ago because uh i needed because i'm always i, I needed. running is one thing working out is one thing i need the stretch mm-hmm. and what it does for me because i'm a recovering alcoholic and i got 10 years sober may 1st which is amazing congratulations Woo. yeah Yeah. So the, for me, what it's where I'm at in my, in my life right now, the yoga is not it. Yes. It's helping me physically at work, but it does wonders for my mental health. Right. It just, it really helps de-stress and regroup. And this is my time. And because I do a lot for a lot of people around the world. So this is my personal gift to me. Right. And it's, it's kind of interesting. I, I couldn't, I tried regular yoga and I, I was too bored with it because I have eight hamsters and one wheel in my noggin. So <laughs> I, I joined with Asana Rebel just for the name. <laughs> that's great. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay. Maybe there's some really good looking hot yoga guys with Australian accents in there, but <laughs>
1: that, helps. The point. <laughs> that helps.
3: <laughs> yeah, it actually does help. But no, um,
2: yeah, well, so- and knowing too, Kathy, I think you know, Shelly, posture is just one example. Um, but the reality is exactly what Kathy said. Majority of drivers, at least in the age group that I tend to to gravitate towards, they don't necessarily need to be more buff what they need is um, more mobility. It's not even flexibility. So yeah. the difference between mobility and flexibility is mobility focuses on your joints. And, and what I mean by that is it's not that you have to have these loosey-goosey joints, but if you take inventory of yourself, go from the bottom to the top of your body and ask yourself, how well do all my joints move? So that's your ankle, your, your toes, your knee, your hip, um, your vertebrae, you know, are considered, you know, a a joint in a sense, um, your shoulders, your wrists, your elbows, your neck, you know, all those things, do they move freely and with ease? And this idea of needing to be the most flexible person, I think is a big stigma that yoga still has. And I get that from drivers for me, my approach is even simpler than that. And that's breaking down. Down what yoga can teach you, these postures, these movements, mm-hmm. this breath work, this mindfulness into small little bite-sized doses to be able to help them see that this is something they can do in their life. And it's kind of like a stair stepper and they need these tiny little micro wins, these tiny little pieces and someone to affirm them that, yes, this is good. This is the right path. Like let's keep going. Um, those are the drivers that I personally love working with, um, because it is those tiny little things accumulated over time that make the big lifestyle changes that so many of us are looking at for. I mean, look at new year's resolutions. How many people, you know, promise the moon that they're going to change their whole life. I'm never going to eat sugar. Um, I'm going to walk 10 miles. I'm going to practice yoga five days a week. I'm like, I'm going to journal every day. And they do that for what? Two weeks, two days, two hours, and then they throw it out the window. And I think that's how most of our culture approaches health with this all or nothing mentality, this like black or white, I'm good or I'm bad. And if they hit a road bump because they've promised themselves more than they can commit to, then they think, well, that doesn't work yoga doesn't work for me. You know, eating healthy, doesn't work for me. Drinking water doesn't work for me. You know, whatever doesn't work for me. No, you just, you took on too much too soon. And that's really where I'm trying to help drivers kind of move in that direction. Um, and I wish that more drivers, Kathy would have your, approach and your mindset. And just, I think people in life, I think we'd all be a lot happier and a lot Mm -hmm. more content with ourselves. Amen to that. Absolutely. Yeah. You
3: know, like there's 170 of us on our crew and very, very small percent actually go to the gym. People tend to make excuses. Oh, hundred percent. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, oh, I'm too tired. Yeah. You know what? I'm tired too, but I, I have to push myself and, and I don't, maybe it's because I was a nurse for 13 years prior to this job, and I've been uh, beside people on their deathbeds many, many times. And I've always sworn that, you know what, I'm not going to be like this and I'm going to be fighting to the very end and do the best that I can. And I'm not going to live my life full of regrets and time. That, that's the problem with people. They think they have time. They don't. Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. you don't know, like, and so I I'll do it tomorrow. Right. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I try to make the use of every minute, every moment, every, every second that I have to the best that I can. Right. Because I know for a fact that tomorrow is not guaranteed that I not might be there. So everything that I do and I do a lot is for that purpose is because I want to leave a legacy behind, not just, you know, like a, a fading memory. Sure. So, I think that's yeah. a, you know, as a
2: recovering, you know, a recovering addict myself, like, I think that that is definitely a mindset that many of us have because we almost gave up our lives. Like we, I, I always tell people, like I face death. I know what the bottom of the well feels like. I know what the dirt tastes like. And it's not fun. It's not pretty. I hit rock bottom. Um, and that is a really scat, sad, scary, dark place to be. And so I do feel like a hundred percent where you're at, where it's like, I don't take life for granted. Like now I went from never prioritizing my health and, and my, my self-care and my time. I always feel like everyone else was more important. Partly it was my upbringing. And I think we all have that, that baggage, that stuff, but yeah. man, the second you start seeing yourself as valuable, the world is at your fingertips. I oh, mean, it's yeah, like the, the, yeah. the things we tell ourselves, Kathy, you're spot on. I think everyone says this. I had a yoga studio for many years and I saw this all the time. Oh, I have kids. So I'm too busy. Oh, you know, this is baseball or oh, this and that. And it's like, well, you you're choosing that you're choosing not to set time aside for yourself. You're choosing to, you know, buy that expensive coffee or, you know, buy that new outfit instead of using that money to get a babysitter and and show up at the gym or go to class or whatever. And for a driver, it's no, you're choosing... To not yeah. see those pockets of time throughout the day because you're sitting there waiting to load or unload, sometimes for hours. Like, let's yeah. do a little bit in the driver's seat. You know, you're choosing. I, I do push ups
3: off the railing. <laughs> Yeah right you know you're yeah. choosing Watch on the to, deck
2: you know talk yeah. on the phone or scroll facebook mindlessly when you're done for the day instead of you know even just doing some stretches in your sleeper while you're watching netflix while you're talking on the phone like let's double down and start there and and i think it's a mindset shift that we have to all make as a culture that you this counts. you know, for me, it was, if I don't work out for 60 minutes, then that doesn't count. Hope you're not good enough. You're not really a Yogi. Like you're, you're an imposter. And then when I started calling myself out on that and saying, hope that's a lie. Like if all you can do is 10 minutes, like that still counts. Your body will still thank you. You will Mm -hmm. still, you know, be in better health because of that. If you do breathing deep breathing in the dry while you're driving to your appointment, that still counts. Like it, you don't have to be on a yoga mat. You don't need to be in a gym. Like if you do 10 bicep curls with your weight, because you're standing there waiting for whatever, like that still counts. Your body doesn't say no, I will not strengthen my bicep with those 10 bicep curls you did because you are not doing 60 minutes. I mean, it's such you know, a it's, lie, it,
3: man. I, if I, my time allows me for 25 minutes on that treadmill that I'm running, at least I'm, I'm doing it. I praise myself. I give myself a pat on the back that I did that, right. I don't mm-hmm. see what I do, what I didn't do. I mm-hmm. focus on what I did do. And half the time, you know, uh, I get caught up on the computer and I'm like, oh crap yoga. So I might, I might only do 15 minutes or like you say, 10 minutes, but at least I do it. And mm-hmm. I, and I, and I praise myself for doing it. Or if the I have to, full. Kathy, right? your glass yeah. is half full. Yes, always, yep. always. And if, if per se, I get, I really preoccupied on the computer at five o'clock in the morning or whatever, before work and I miss it, I'm like, okay, well, that's okay. I'll do it tonight or I'll do some more stretches on the deck or, you know, I'll, I'll try to incorporate it during my day because I know how vital it is. <laughs> I find that if I don't stretch, if I don't take the time for me, then I fall into this lethargic mental apathy that I'm just sitting there and you tend to want to eat that sugar. You tend to want to, oh, what else can I eat in my bag? You want to eat everything in sight. You fall into that negative more routine. But if you try to incorporate a little bit a day, you're not as you don't have that same tendency to to, to fall down that loophole. That's what I find for me.
2: 100%. Everybody's 100%. Different. I think we put exercise and wellness in a box. And, you know, it's interesting because. You know, go back a hundred years. There was no standard of like, you need to work out 30 minutes a day, five days a week. Why was that? Because we were moving more as a whole throughout yeah. the day We had so no choice. part of the perspective for drivers that I'm trying to open their minds to is that, you know what, if you, you don't have to keep putting exercise in a box. If you try to insert more movement throughout your day, the only reason that those standards are there is because we live in a sedentary culture. Mm-hmm. The majority of us, what do we do? We get up in the morning, we brush our teeth, we do whatever we need to do. And then And we sit, we sit, we sit, we sit and we fatigue because we're sitting, our body hurts because we're sitting, our mind is tired because we're not doing anything other than, you know, driving or, or staring at a computer or whatever it is. Then afterwards, what do we do? Oh, I'm tired. I'm going to make dinner and then I'm going to sit some more and then I'm going to sleep and I'm going to not move again. And then we repeat that cycle over and over and over and over again. That's why we have these standards. You guys, it's not because 30 minutes of exercise is the magic pill. It's because we're not moving. As a culture throughout the day, 100 years ago, the second you woke up, you were kneading bread with your hands, you were squatting down and picking up wood, you were, you know, farming, you know, more manually, I'm not saying that you need to do backbreaking work. But my point is, we have convenience has robbed us Mm -hmm. of our basic human right. And that is to be a mobile active being. We're not a lion. We're not meant to sleep 23 hours a day and then run 60 some miles an hour for an hour to then pounce on our prey, eat, and then sleep again. Like that's not how we're designed, but yet we're living that way. It's no wonder we have issues and injuries and illnesses that we've never seen before as a culture you know, movement to me is a vitamin. You take vitamin C, you take calcium, you take vitamin B, you take vitamin D. We're all obsessed with those things. But what about the missing nutrient? That missing nutrient I'm talking about is vitamin M and the M stands for movement. This Mm. is not a yoga mat five days a week or 30 minutes a day, or even 10 minutes a day. This is how can I move more in my everyday life? I don't care if it's pretty. I don't care if your knees maybe don't let you do what you want to do. Like you just have to move. You just have to move. And that really is step one. Exercise will not fix your problems until you start to realize that you need to start looking at how you can move more in your everyday life. And once you do that, Exercise my friends is the bonus. It's the cherry on top. It's the whipped cream mm-hmm. on yeah. top of the Sunday. That's just going to push you even further in the right direction. And, and that really is something that I believe to my core mother trucker yoga or not that's changed my life. I was the dedicated two hours every day, yoga, gym, walking, like that was my makeup and I was unhealthy. I, my body hurt. I I was tired. I, I was not in the best health of my life until I started to change my perspective towards exercise, towards movement, towards health and towards yoga. I mean, there is such thing as too much yoga. You guys, there is such thing as too much stretching. Like you can have a negative effect on your body. Like it's about balance. And I think that's one thing that I want for just humans in general to see that we have this obsessive nature to like, think more is better. (laughs) Addicts understand that, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really about, you know, finding that balance and and finding moderation. Like, I'm not saying never drink a soda again, I'd be a hypocrite. But how about one less? I'm not saying never eat fast food again because that's really hard for a driver, but how about one less? Or how about a meal without a bun? Or how about ask them to make a makeshift salad? They might not have it on the menu, but I guarantee they have the fixings for it and they won't give it to you if you don't ask. So it's all these tiny little things accumulated over time, like you're doing, Kathy, that really is how you're going to change your life for the long haul.
0: Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro.
1: And it makes so much sense. I mean, movement, like you were saying, we moved more 100 years ago. Muscles atrophy, if you don't use them, if you don't use it, you lose it. Absolutely. And that's what's I think been happening. The breakdown of society is basically sitting on the couch And being sedentary. Well, and mentally, mentally,
2: when you don't move, So you're, Mm -hmm. when you don't move, you don't breathe. So when you breathe, you increase serotonin and dopamine and neurotransmitters in the brain. So Mm -hmm. I find it so uncanny that we live in a culture right now that mental health is at an all-time high COVID or not. Okay. Put put COVID aside that we are at an all-time high with mental health across all industries, all ages, all platforms, everything. And don't you find it interesting that we are in a place right now more than ever where we don't move. Yeah. And the more you move, the more you breathe. I know this firsthand. Like I I was mental health was a huge issue for me. And that's why yoga, I think played such a big role for me in my, my recovery and my health, because it got me to breathe. It got me to move my body And, and emotions are stuck in your physical body. Science has proved that. And when you don't feel good and you stop moving, they just like calcify into your body. That's why when you start moving again, sometimes that's an emotional process for people. They don't know why they're crying or anger comes up and then they stop doing it. No, that's a good thing. You want that. People physically make themselves sick. You've heard of that where they physically become ill because All of those emotions are inside. You need an outlet. You need a process. You need somewhere to go or something to do that you can express those things and movement. I try not even to use the word exercise, movement is how you can do that. It is the number one self-help tool that you can tap into that so many people are boxing up in the term exercise and putting on a shelf and telling themselves they'll touch it at 5 p.m., at, at 6 p.m., at 12 p.m., and they never touch it. And they are missing out at the joys and the happiness and the bliss of life. And Kathy is living proof of that, that you tap into that, man, the sky's the
1: limit. Yep, <laughs> Absolutely. So, so hope. What um, needs do women have versus men? Because we have more women listening to our program. How can they capture what you're doing? Feel better and and all the way around for their health, their mental health, all of the above.
2: You know, I, I it's interesting you say that. So, I I don't ever really look differently at men and women, but rather like, what are the needs of all people? But I think specifically for women, we, we tend to be more empathetic. We are more nurturing, more emotional by nature. That's, you know, just in our DNA. Um, and so I think this idea, we also, we also have this uncanny ability to be able to multitask, to the point where it's, you know, it's on, it's unhealthy for us because we are that nurturing being that one that wants to come in and make things better. That's just in our DNA. That's just who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think self-care for women especially is so critical, but here's what I have learned. I'm a mom of three, I own multiple businesses, um, having my past be my past. Um, what I have recognized and I have learned when it comes to women is, this idea that we don't think we deserve those things. And I think for women, it is so essential to put yourself first. And I have learned, I used to think putting myself first meant I was selfish. I thought that I'm neglecting my kids, my husband, my my duties at my house, my business, whatever. But the second you put yourself first, I'm talking along the lines of self-care and you close the door for five minutes, or you say, you know what, I need to do this for myself. You're better able to go out and do what you organically, like automatically want to do. And that's serve other people. That's help other people. That's lift other people up. That's, that's, that's be a mom. That's be a friend, be a partner, whatever it is. And when your cup is full, you can go out and fill the cups of others. I tried for years to fill other people's cups and mine was bone dry. And I was tired, I was exhausted. I started becoming angry, resentful. Um, I started, you know, not not emotionally connecting with people the way I wanted to, and I couldn't figure out why. And it was because here I am trying to fill other people's cups and not having filled the cup of myself, my own cup. And so my I guess for women listening out there, mm-hmm. what is one thing that's on your mind or on your heart that you're like, man, if I could only just do blank, let's let's peel that onion a little bit for a second why aren't you doing that? And, and I like the five whys. So you ask yourself something and, and you say why, and then you have to respond with an answer and, and you keep doing that. And on average, about five times you ask yourself, you're gonna to get to the core reason of why you're really not doing it. And one of the things I've recognized working with a lot of women previous to trucking, 85 to 90% of my business was all women. And one of the things I recognized is that most of the time, When you peel back that layer as to why you're not taking care of yourself, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with the made up reasons that pertain to other people. Oh, my husband will be upset with me. My kids will let me down. I won't be a good mom. Well, what do you think a good mom is? Why do you think that?
1: Right. And then Mm -hmm. it's
2: like you peel it back and it's like, well, that's Mm -hmm. because your mom was like knee deep in helping your kids to the point where it made her sick. It's like, you got to let that go or whatever it is. You saw this on Instagram and you thought, wow, that person is always put together with, you know, full makeup and hair on every single day and they're taking care of their kids. Well, they have five nannies. You just don't see that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's this idea of like, Take care of yourself first and stop lying to yourself about why you think you can't. And I'm, and I'm saying lying, I'm saying that very assertively because that's what it is. It is a lie that you are telling yourself to not have to go out and make a difference, make a change in your life that might, here's the kicker that might make somebody else have to face their own stuff and make a change too. Mm, and they might blame you because you've changed. You've gotten better. You've improved yourself that now you're making their life worse. And my friends, your happiness is your responsibility. And the only thing that you can control are your actions and your reactions in life, how you respond. You are not responsible for somebody else's happiness, I tell my kids this all the time, I'm not responsible for their happiness, but I will help them to understand, I will help them to cultivate the tools on how they can build up a life they are happy with. I can't make them happy, I can help them see where happiness is and how to build happiness within themselves, and how to respond and react when life doesn't give them what they want, so that they can see the opportunities in all things. And the second as a woman you do that, you are one Powerful, badass mother trucker. There there you go. (laughs) And you're. I mean, Kathy, Kathy, Shelley. Let's be honest. Women in trucking. I I see this a lot. I'm I'm a business owner and I'm a woman. And and 99.9 percent of the people I have to I have to I don't mean deal with, but I have to offer my services to are who men. And, and, and most of the time it's fine, but once in a while, I do feel like they don't take me seriously. They don't want to pay my worth because I am a woman. And, and I hate, hate having to acknowledge that because I don't believe I don't look at myself saying, Oh, I'm a woman, I should get special privileges. I never look at myself that way. Um, I feel like I can run with the boys just like everybody else. But I do acknowledge that there is that and I have to bring my a game. And if I'm insecure, if I don't believe in myself, if I don't think I'm good enough, if I don't self care in the morning before I get into my office, man, it's a downward spiral, my friends. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Women do have to prove themselves a whole lot harder to get. validated. 100 percent. Yeah. And you'd think that would have changed by now, but it (laughs) it hasn't.
2: (laughs) Well, you know what has changed, though? What has changed is for the women that are bold enough to get up and say, I'm me, I'm as good as you and I will I will. I can do just as good as you can, and they're willing to say it loud, I feel like they're not being silenced as much. We are looked at sometimes as aggressive, as too assertive, as I'm told I have a big personality sometimes, um, or I, I have a strong personality. And sometimes I'm like, okay, great, fine, whatever. And sometimes I'm like, you know what, just because you're not willing to speak up for yourself, just because you're not willing to share your values, just because you're not convicted so deeply that you want to shout from the rooftops about how you know you can make a change don't say that about me yeah. don't don't yeah. don't say that about me because that's not fair to me you don't say that about other men but because I'm a woman you're you're gonna say that about me like I'm sorry I, I don't take that compliment
1: <laughs> amen to that
3: yep
0: stay tuned for more of women road warriors coming up
1: The industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry, our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry, share your story and what you love about trucking, share images of a moment you're proud of, and join us on social media. Learn more at truckingmovesamerica.com.
0: Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley
1: Johnson and Kathy Takaro. So Hope, what would you say is, is something that women drivers and women anywhere really could start doing after listening today to make the progress, make the change? I know you have a toolbox that um, you have on your website. I thought maybe you could kind of elaborate a little bit on all of that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have tons of free resources on our website, um, free, you know, downloads and challenges and, you know, all sorts of stuff. So drivers can take advantage of that meditations, you know, sleep tracks, all sorts of stuff. But, um, when it comes to building a toolbox for, for drivers or really for women anywhere, anybody, if you have a pulse, um, you know, you can utilize this (laughs) stuff. (laughs) that's how basic Love I of am that. at. like that's that's where i'm at i'm at with people if you have a pulse you're upright like that's good enough yeah. for me. like we can do it. uh so no
1: excuses i don't like excuses um, if you're but, not a cadaver you can
2: benefit if, from you're, if you're not you out on a cold table in a basement with a sheet over you like we can do this okay there you we go can do this. There, there's never there's never lost hope uh pun intended but Okay. So three things, I, I believe all people, but women specifically, I want you to do every single day for yourself, do it for a week, check it in how you feel, do it for a month and check in for how you feel, do it for a year and you'll have completely transformed your life. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing, number one is to drink more water. Now I know for drivers, the number one thing I hear back from them. So you can't use this on me now is if I drink more water, I will have to stop and pee more. And that is only temporarily true. And so one is my, my strategy is I have actually a protocol that I teach drivers for when to drink water so they don't have to stop more Um, works every time. But the number one thing I'll teach you right now with that, with the time we have is when you get up in the morning, first thing, and you have to set yourself up the night before. So that way, that way you have no excuses is put a bottle of water right next to your bed or, you know, fill up a cup or whatever you need to do. So it's there. And the second you wake up and you sit up and you put your feet on the floor, maybe you'll do a little stretching beforehand, which bonus, right? But the second you sit up and your feet hit the ground, you grab that bottle of water and you just chug it. And I know for some people, they're like, oh, but I don't like the taste of water. You know what? I also don't like the taste of chemotherapy. I also don't like the taste (laughs) of, of, of having to put on jeans that are five sizes bigger than what I want to be wearing. You know, I also don't like the taste of acid reflux. Like I don't like the taste of a lot of stuff you guys. Um, and so, but that's also your, your body and your tongue and your, your cells, you know, you're not used to drinking water. So you don't like anything you're not used to, but when you get up in the morning, feet on the ground, don't even think about it and just chug the water till it's gone. 30 seconds of your life, it's all it's going to take. I would say anywhere between eight and 20 ounces. Work your way up to it. And here's why I want you to do it right away in the morning. Because right away in the morning, first thing, your body has just been digesting and cleaning and doing all the things it needs inside. You don't even know what's going on and it's happening. And so when you wake up in the morning, okay, now it's time to. Purge, move things through. Okay. We want your bowels to go. We want your organs to be refreshed. We want everything to be hydrated. But the timing is everything. So when you wake up and you drink that water, by the time you walk into the truck stop, go to the bathroom, you know, do your pre trip check, whatever it is you need to do, you'll have to had have to go to the bathroom roughly about an hour. Okay. You've purged that water and you've already hydrated your cells for the day. And so if that's the only water you drink, you are light years ahead of where you were previously. And your body is going to recognize that your cells are going to recognize that your skin and your tissues. If you're stiff all the time, it might be dehydration. If you wake up from calf cramps, it might be dehydration. If you're constipated, it might be dehydration. If you have acid reflux, it might be dehydration. If you have brain fog at 3 PM, it might be dehydration. If your ears are ringing all the time, it might be dehydration. If you can't sleep at night, it might be dehydration. Like I think dehydration might be the cause of some of your issues, (laughs) but that's the first thing. Uh-huh. The second thing, the second thing is I want you to get out and I want you to walk for 15 minutes every single day. Now you might be thinking I don't have time to walk for 15 minutes. Break it down. 5 minutes, 5 minutes, 5 minutes. So 5 minutes in the morning. So this is what I tell a lot of my drivers when you're doing your pre-trip check, you're walking around your truck, add a couple extra laps in. There's things you have to check off that you've checked. Why not put one or two or three on a lap around your truck and then two, three and four on a lap around your truck? Nobody's going to know what you're doing, right? If you're worried and embarrassed that people might see that you're taking care of yourself (laughs) then then put it into things that are things everybody does all the time in your environment. So five minutes of walking in the morning, five minutes of walking on your break, five minutes of walking when you're done for the day, that's 15 minutes. We call it the 15 minute wellness method. If you can do 15 minutes of anything, you're going to transform your life. And so walking, walking is a basic natural movement that we all need to do to age healthy. If you don't want to be in a wheelchair, you need to get out of the chair and I don't care how pretty it is, how slow you walk, how hard it is. You got to get up and you got to walk because my that mother movement, does that. She pushes right? that movement is slowly slipping yep. out of your fingertips. So you have yep. to do it. Yep. Use it or lose it. I mean, people, yep. I don't care. I don't care what you tell yourself. You are not a special unicorn. The human body is virtually the same for everybody. On average, we all have a heart. We all have legs, we all have muscles, we all have fascia, we all have, you know, we all breathe, we all have lungs, you know, they may not all be optimal based on whatever has happened to us, but we all started with the same parts and it's yeah. how we use them will determine how we lose them. And I, I, I want to encourage those of you that are out there and is feeling like I can't do that. That's step one. Why can't you do that? Let's play the five whys again. Why can't you? Yeah. Well, it hurts my knees. Well, why does it hurt your knees? Well, because I don't move a lot during the day. Well, why do you, don't you move a lot during the day? Well, because my knees hurt. Well, why, why do your knees hurt? Well, because I sit all the time. Well, why do you sit all the time? Well, because I'm a truck driver. Well, why are you a truck driver? Like, well, because I want to make a living for my family. Well, why do you want to make a living for your family so I can enjoy them? You know, uh, you know, for years to come. Well, why do you want to do that? Like, just keep going down the list to figure out why. And, And the reality is why you're not walking is because you just aren't. And so yeah. get up, get a little pedal bike there. They're, you can find them at Aldi's. If anyone that knows me knows, I love Aldi's. Um, Aldi's Walmart, whatever, but they're tiny little pedal bikes, of like the size of a laptop, like width wise, sit in your truck on the driver's seat and just pedal your feet for five minutes. you're you're doing so much for your body just by doing that and work that up, work that up. That's going to make such a difference. So number one, water, number two, walking 15 minutes. I don't care how you break it down, but make it 15 minutes. By the end of the day, you can do this. This is totally doable for a truck driver. And number three, every single day. I want you to look yourself in your eyes. This is specifically for women, especially. I want you to look yourself in the eyes. I don't care if you have to pull up your phone on selfie mode so you can see yourself like a mirror or you're in the bathroom or you flip down, you know, a mirror in your truck, whatever it is. I want you to look yourself in the eyes. You got to make eye contact with yourself. And I want you to see into yourself. It's like you're seeing into your soul. Pause for a moment, take a breath. And I want you to tell yourself out loud, not in your head, it has to be out loud. You have to hear your voice audibly want you to tell yourself that i am worth it You know, I like putting the F word in there just because it feels more uh, Mm -hmm. more assertive, but you can decide, Um, but but I am worth it. Not you are worth it. I am worth it. The power of I am when we say that um, is so, so, so critical. I am worth it. I am good enough. I am, you know, sexy. I am strong. I am, you know, confident. I am a badass mother trucker. I am whatever, like whatever comes to mind. But that first one is I am worth it. I am worthy. Mm -hmm. I am enough because so many women out there do not think that they matter.
1: Oh boy, that's so true.
2: And nobody, nobody is worth less than anybody else,
1: especially a woman. Yep. You are worthy.
2: And if you don't believe that though, here's the power in it. If you don't believe that, no one else will. That's the key. That's true. If you don't believe it, why would anybody else follow that? And the second you take your power back, the second you wear that, and the second you get out of your truck every single morning, and you're like, I am good enough, watch how the world responds around you differently. Watch how the respect that you've been wanting changes. Watch how people look to you as a leader, even just within your own friend circle. Just see that
1: shift happen. You are worth it. So we have a couple more minutes. What, what's number four?
2: Number four is, again, it's a little bit more in my lane, but you got to stretch every day. You have to move every day. And this is something that you can do right in the driver's seat. So you can just simply sit in your driver's seat and find those little pockets of time, even while you're driving, move your ankles, move your wrists, arc your back. It's called pelvic tilting and then round it into the seat, you know, march your legs, reach up overhead. You know, you can do a lot of those things while driving, but keep your body mobile and active Mm -hmm. so you don't stiffen up. We all know that feeling truck driver or not. When you get out of your truck and you're like, give me a second, your hands on your lower back. I I just have to get my body to start working again. Okay. Okay. Give me a second. Um, and that's because you've spent such a long time not doing anything. That happens at the computer, that happens in the couch, that happens even when you wake up in the morning, you start to stiffen up and that's your fascia. That's the netting around all your muscle tissues, all the fibers of every muscle, you have fascia in your eyes, even you were at two weeks old in conception, you were a little bundle of fascia um, and that stiffens or. Dr. Gil Hidley called it the fuzz. And if you don't move every day, that fuzz builds up like a layer. You know how things are when they're in the closet for years, they have that layer of dust. Mm, Well, every single day, when you wake up and you move, you stretch overhead, you move your joints. Okay. Mobility, you melt that fuzz. And as we age, if we don't move, we stop reaching overhead. We stop squatting, reaching, bending, which is the premise of the book that I wrote, uh, trucking yoga, simple fitness for the long haul. Um, These basic, simple, everyday essential movements melt the fuzz. That's why you see, you know, 102 year old women, men running marathons, or you see, you know, some elderly are out there raking their yard, you know, at 85, 90 and others aren't, they're not melting the fuzz every day. So you got to melt your fuzz yeah. and then you can do that right in the driver's seat. So that's number four. And I'll leave you with the fifth one. Um, number five is eat one fruit and vegetable every day. Now, some people will be like, it's like a drop in the bucket, hope. Well, well, here's where I'm coming from with that. For a lot of people that haven't been eating healthy or haven't been paying attention to what they're putting into their body, to just tell them to eat a salad every day or to eat five fruits and vegetables, that's like asking them to climb Mount Everest, never having trained before. And I'm a practical person. And I would much rather have a driver eat one fruit and one vegetable. I don't even care what it is. Like, let's not get into the oh, a banana has sugar. Oh my goodness. That broccoli is not organic. You guys, uh, the banana is a million times better than the package of Skittles. Okay. It's better yeah. than the Snickers yeah. bar. Like can pork stop, rinds. Can and we yeah. stop like, yeah. like villainizing. Fruits and vegetables, like down to the little like milligram of what it is, like please, yeah. like this is ridiculous. Yeah, so eat the banana, eat the apple. An apple a day does keep the doctor away. Eat an orange. These are things: the carrot sticks, buy the apples, buy the oranges, buy the carrot sticks. You know, buy the little bag of of, of celery and, and hummus and whatever it is that does count. You guys, those are real fruits and vegetables. The last time I checked, like mm-hmm. you can eat those. So one fruit, one vegetable, and
1: it's a start.
2: It is. got to start somewhere. And if you can do one fruit and vegetable every day, think about this now. Let's reflect. If you drink a glass of water every single morning, if you walk for 15 minutes every day, if you stretch and melt your fuzz, even just a couple minutes in the driver's seat, let's double down, do it while while you're in the driver's seat. And if you eat a fruit and vegetable every single day, and you do these things and you tell yourself that you're worth it, that's five things that you've done differently. That's 5% better every single day. Now, over the course of a year, 365 days, you know, that's more than 500% improvement that you've Mm -hmm. made to your life over the course of a year. That looks like a big change now, doesn't it? Versus looking at them all individually. Absolutely. You've completely transformed your life completely changed your life. And mm-hmm. so when you start doing these things consistently, this is when you're seeing drivers drop 30 pounds. This is when you're seeing drivers get off their diabetic medications. This is when you're seeing drivers being able to have a better night's sleep, not just fall asleep, but stay asleep. Cause it's these, all these small, simple changes accumulated consistently that right. make the changes in our lives that we're looking for. And as women We need more women in the workforce. We need more women, truck drivers. We need a little bit more feminine energy in this industry. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and we need you to be healthy though. We need you to take care of yourself because I know you have families at home. I know you have people that are depending on you. And if you are not at top notch, if you're not taking care of yourself, how are you going to fill their glass? If you're not filling your glass, how are you going to fill the glasses of those around you? And we need you.
1: Amen. Oh my goodness! Yeah, like, you've got me inspired. I, I've been stretching and melting my fuzz while I've been listening to you.
2: I'm going to think about that every day. Right, melt the fuzz. <laughs>
1: I love it. So, where do people reach you?
2: Now, yeah, So people can find me on social media, um, on Facebook and Instagram is where I mainly hang out mother trucker yoga, pretty easy mother trucker yoga. I do a lot of videos. I post a lot of strategies, um, a lot of little tools you can add to your toolbox. I just love value for, for people. If you want to go deeper, I have an amazing book called trucking yoga, simple fitness for the long haul. It's 20 bucks, best investment you'll make in your whole life. But if you want to have more of these strategies at your fingertips, check out our mother trucker yoga lifestyle jumpstart. That's what it is. Is. It's a jumpstart for your lifestyle. It's a subscription. You can join for the year or for a month, and then you get access to all of our content. We have more than 200 videos, things that are as short as one minute long, all the way up to, if you want a full practice, um, yoga, fitness, wellness, whatever it is, you can join and, and come along for the ride. You can use the code MTY30 for 30 days free. Check us out. We do have an app. Uh, we are on Android right now. We're waiting for our Apple approval. And if you're ready, I'll leave you with this. If you're ready and you've decided that your life is worth it, that enough, enough, you're going to take care of yourself and you don't know where to start. You're at square one. You're at the starting line. Come check us out. The only thing you'll have to lose is feeling like you're not enough. The only thing that you'll have to lose is the feeling of stiffness and tightness and soreness. And the only thing you'll have to lose is not fully being present
1: in your everyday life. So what do you have to lose? Amen. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for being with us. This has been terrific.
2: Thank you guys so much for letting me be on. Um, You ladies are fantastic. We need more women out there talking about what you're talking about. And so thank you so much for letting me into your circle today and and having me on.
0: You've been listening to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you want to be a guest on the show or have a topic or feedback, email us at info.com at TNCRadio.Live.
1: Thank you for listening to another great interview on TNCRadio.Live. All of the material you hear on TNCRadio.Live on our website, our broadcasts, or our podcasts are copyrighted. There can be no distribution without the express consent of TNCRadio.Live and its partners. For inquiries, write us, at info at tncradio.live.